You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Live. Before we move on to our next interview, I just wanted to encourage you to check out our website, realpresenceradio.com. There you can submit a prayer request or nominate your priest for donuts. Check it out at realpresenceradio.com. And here we are back with our next segment. Janine, everything's going swimmingly this morning. I, I enjoyed hearing from Nellie about her her art that God has inspired, basically. So. It, it is so cool, and it reminds you of other stories as well. Um, and just to keep that openness of heart. And through our prayer life, that's when we can really listen and hear. And, and I'll be the first to say that I... My prayer life isn't where I feel it should be, you know, mm-hmm. to properly discern what that next step, what mm-hmm. that call is that mm-hmm. God's asking me to do. And so when I hear stories mm-hmm. like this where someone was just totally obedient and and was able to <laughs> bring out this marvelous work, mm-hmm. you know, that God had intended for the world to see. And, and that's no different than, say, St. Faustina, you know, right. I mean, in the Divine Mercy. Uh, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. like... It's so powerful, and he wants to use every yes. single one of his adopted children, you know, to do incredible work for him. And and we're part. He asks us to be part of that divine uh, providence that that um, he unfolds before our eyes. But yeah, it, you know, and we all have a, a, it, a different gift, so we never need to. We don't need to be envious or anything because it's all. The different parts working in the body of Christ. Absolutely, that's so true. And and I think what happens is um, we just allow that doubt to come in, or you know, and and even sometimes, you know, I wanted to go work out in uh, nature. You know, here I am behind a microphone. Who would have <laughs> thought? You know, and and so it's just it's a big. Um, it's a big responsibility, you know, when he calls you to a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And, and Nellie, how beautiful to have that joy and to just be doing what she's doing. And it just um, it reminds you, too, of the creativity of God. Like, yeah, this is, this is just a little glimpse of, of the beauty and goodness and truth that God wants to give us and, and has in store and is, you know. Mm-hmm. And how sacred art uh, just lifts us you know, up to the heavens. I mean, it's just so important to have beauty. Yeah. You know, as Real Presence Radio, our, our mission is truth, beauty, and goodness and everything that we want to bring over the airwaves and, and how that beauty just elevates us to that truth. You know what I was thinking about, like, this morning or yesterday, I was thinking about sacred music. And I was thinking about our friend Rebecca Raber over oh, in Bismarck and how her. she gifted our children with that. Mm-hmm. And I miss it. We don't, I don't have any kids. I have one one child at home, and he's not in music. And I, I just I miss this time of year of going to. I mean, obviously, I can still go to those concerts, but there was something about having your child. It, it was just something that was. I mean, I met my husband in, in choir 30, 30 years ago. We we well more than that, but we we celebrated our thirtieth anniversary yesterday. So oh, congratulations! Um, but we met in choir, so you know the, I started my life with him doing, and there was a lot of sacred music that we we did. Mm-hmm. We, it was a Christmas concert when we first got together. So you know it's it's such a part of my soul, and I, I know so many, and I don't know just talking about beauty and everything right now, and just kind of getting excited to kind of go through the advent and leading up to that beautiful gift of 
yeah of of creation yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it, it is so special we um we have a beautiful faith um and that's something that isn't uh, anything that we've made, that's something that God has gifted us with. And to just be real intentional in this season of Advent, it's easy to, you know, get caught up in uh, the Christmas shopping and, and the the lights and all of that. But we have to just go, whoa, wait, and back up. And how Nellie's image of Our Lady, um, Mother of Life, how wonderful that is, that it just brings us to the true spirit and meaning of Advent. Yeah. And, and, and what's important? What is important? And as she's gazing down at her at this glow, you know, the reality of God coming to us, breaking into our world. I mean, we, it, it's something we, we revisit every year, but every year there's a different meaning and we can go deeper into that. And every year we need that reminder because, like yeah. I say, I mean, in my own prayer life, I need to work harder at it. Um, I just really have to be more intentional uh, on a daily basis, and I love the fact that the church gives us Advent to Lent to just kind of wake us up out of that slumber and and really um, be focusing on that that event that's ahead of us. Uh, you know, it, it's so important. The church is really wise in doing this, and we need to just kind of shut out the world in the fear that it tries to fill us with and fill us with the things of God. And Advent and Lent can really help us do that. Mm-hmm. One of the things, speaking of deepening our prayer life, Troy and I have been doing the Bible New Year, and we've stuck with it ever since January 1st, and it's so exciting, and it has really given us so the Bible in Year podcast that's led by Father Mike Schmitz, in case anyone doesn't know what that is, uh, just a 20-minute segment every day, um, and you can jump in at any time. You can get it on Spotify or Hollow or lots of different ways, but um, YouTube now too. But that has given us the perspective. So this, this Advent's going to be different because I feel like we have that whole broad perspective now of what are we jumping from and into. So it's just, it's going to be exciting this year. So Oh, very much. And and yes, a nice plug for that Bible in a Year podcast. I, I've been listening to it as well, and my, my mom and dad listen to it every day. So even if I'm with them, I don't have to worry about when am I going to get it in because they have it on. <laughs> so definitely a discussion starter too. Yeah, so. it is. Well, we're, we're grateful to have Father Eric Seitz from the Diocese of Fargo on the phone right now. How are you doing, Father? Doing well. How are you? Good, good to talk to you again. I, I enjoyed our, we did a, a little in, in-person interview this past summer, and I got to hear a little bit about your journey into the priesthood. That was, that was enjoyable. So now today we're going to talk about, uh, now, that, now that you are a priest, uh, and, and you're, you've been involved in the past in the Caller Classic event. This year it'll be on December 27th. Can you tell us a little bit about that event and how your role will be different this year than in the past? Right, so... Um I don't know how long it's been going on, but it's been going on for quite a while. It's a, uh, a basketball game between the priests of the Diocese of Fargo and the seminarians of the Diocese of Fargo. Uh, it's always at Shanley High School in Fargo. And, um, yeah, so you kind of work your way uh, up through the ranks while you're in seminary. And um, and then when you're finally a priest, you, you get traded to the priest's team. Um, <laughs> so... So yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. You know, there's been some years where it's been canceled, uh, weather or, or, or COVID. But uh, looking forward to getting back on the court and uh, playing for playing for the priests team this year. Oh, that's pretty exciting. Plus, you'll have Father Jason Miller. So I, I kind of remember when he was a seminarian, Father Charles would be like. 
oh, I can't wait till he's a priest. And now he's a priest. <laughs> and now you're a priest. Yeah. So we know Father Miller's athletic talents. What What is your favorite part of the game? Oh, um, well, I, I mean, I generally, uh, I do like basketball. Um, basketball doesn't always like me back, but I, I always like getting out there and uh, running around and, and trying it. And then um, I'm also... Uh, yeah, um, just pass to, it to, to Father Miller. <laughs> yeah, well, just pass it to Father well, Miller. <laughs> he's too much of a team player. He's too much of a team player to uh, yeah to, to score all our points. Um, you know, uh, I would uh, I would usually be um, kind of one of the bigger seminarians, and uh, I would have to go up against some of the uh, the big guys who are priests, and they were oh. even bigger than I was, and they they kind of pushed me around a little bit, so. Um, <laughs> So Looking you're going to be the bruiser. Go you're going to be playing forward then, huh, Father Eric? Yeah, yeah, with, uh, you know, like Father Leffer and uh, Father Musgrave. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it'll be nice not to have to be on their team versus uh, going <laughs> against them. Well, and, and I bring this all, you know, for the fun of it, because it is a game, and, it, and it's fun to see the bantering back and forth. And I remember one year I, mm-hmm. I told Father Charles, I said, you watch out for Chris Savage. Oh, he's good. And... He's like, Chris? And I'm like, yeah, he played basketball on our court in our backyard. And I'm like, he's really good. You've got to watch out for him. Mm. I think Chris ended mm. up helping beat them that game. But say la vie, they didn't listen to the, the background coach. <laughs> but anyway, it's just a lot of fun uh, that, uh, you know, to see the priests and the seminarians and then to, um, with the laity there supporting them, uh, it, it's just a really cool event what are some of the highlights yeah. as you look back through some of those color classics um can you can you think of some moments uh, or some victories or 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 not victories that that come to mind yeah um so one thing that was cool every year uh is that the seminarians would have a uh, a gathering with with any of the seminarians there and their families um and you know, uh, part of the part of the trouble with seminary is, is you get to know some guys kind of over uh, the summer gathering and around Holy Week, and then you're you're all kind of whisked off to different uh, different seminaries. And so, any time that you can get the boys together, uh, I'm always thinking that that's a uh, a pretty good day. Um, and then uh, you know, you also get to know some of their families a little bit. I know. Um, you know, sometimes you go and hang out with a guy, get to know their family, and then you don't get to see them again. So it's another opportunity to to see folks that you don't uh, get to see very often on that little uh, gathering there. Um, yeah, and uh, you, you know, another thing that comes to mind is just the just the uh, chance for lay people to see our priests and seminarians having fun. You know, and sometimes mm-hmm. we just get into the nitty gritty of, of of it all, and and. and we we don't maybe get to see that more playful side and that that the, you guys are human, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's neat. So yeah, there's a purpose to all this, though, right? It, it, not just having fun, but 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 there's there's something else. So what is the what is the idea behind this event? The idea behind this event, um, gosh, I don't know. It's just been kind of there for uh, as long as I can remember. Uh, I guess um, it is. We're kind of hoping that it would also be a um, a promotion of vocations, right? Um, Absolutely. Because I know, I know when I um, entered seminary, right? Like I was eighteen, I was uh, really just was not at all sure what I was getting into, um, and uh, and when I got there, 
I was uh, relieved to find out how normal everybody was um, and that I wasn't going to some, you know, crazy place where I was going to have to be totally different. Um, and I think, you know, unfortunately, fortunately, um, we have to make that argument, you know, uh, we got to show people, um, no, you're still just a regular human being uh, and you've been called to a pretty awesome ministry, but you still remain a, a regular human being. Um, mm. So, that's... yeah, and I think I think the basketball game does that because, you know, that's what guys do. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful, Father Eric. We're going to have to go on a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk more about the Collar Classic that's going to be held uh, this December um, with the seminarians playing the priests in the Diocese of Fargo. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, this is Roxanne Solonen here this morning. And I'm Janine Bitson, and so glad to be with you, Roxanne. On this beautiful day, and we have Father Eric Seitz from down in Wapaton at St. John's. And I just thought it might be fun before we talk more about the Collar Classics to to mention for anyone who doesn't know out there, uh, Father Eric Seitz is uh, only one of two ordained in his family. Um, Father, can you tell us about the other person in your family who also has gone through ordination? 
Yeah, yeah. My dad, uh, Deacon Bensites, he uh, he was ordained to the permanent diaconate a few months after I was ordained to the priesthood. So 2020 was a big year for our family. Mm, and you have such a beautiful family. Uh, I just so, um, you know, love working with your parents uh, at our parish. And, and the, the funny thing is, is I've had to ask for forgiveness, but I should be coming to you because I'm so used to calling your dad Ben and I have to get that deacon in front and so <laughs> it's so cool and in and, and a, yeah. a title that uh, he deserves to have so yeah thank mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. so it's too bad the deacons can't be on that caller classics because then then you can play against your father too <laughs> maybe or he'd be on your team I'm not sure how that would work but maybe in the future <laughs> oh. yeah yeah well, maybe he can help do play-by-play with Father Paul Dukesher because uh, they, they're quite a pair together. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That would be something. I've always wondered what that radio broadcast sounds like. Sure, sure. Well, well, Father Eric, um, right before we, well, while we were on the break, we, we kind of talked uh, why it was important for the laity to support their priests. Um, can you give our listeners some insight uh, on, on what kind of support do you need as a priest? Um, yeah, uh, so certainly uh, put a priority on, on prayer, uh, praying for your parish priests, praying for all the priests of the diocese, and praying for vocations, um, because uh, prayer is something that our Lord has uh, asked us all to engage in, um, and is it's really, in a profound and mysterious way, it's part of how he unfolds his plan, right? Um that he could certainly, you know, bestow uh, graces and blessings uh, without us interceding with him, but he has given us roles as members of the body of Christ wherein we, we ask him and, and we get to participate in this, right? It's like our, our salvation um, and, uh, and the restoration of all things in Christ isn't something that we're just spectators on, uh, but it's uh, something that we participate in and engage in through prayer, through worship. And so... Um, and priests, um, you know, we're, we're, uh, we've got kind of a, a, a bit of a burden sometimes that we're, we're carrying in the ministry, and, um, and that prayer and the graces that can be merited by your prayer is, uh, is what can really uh, sustain us through that. Um, yeah, so uh, a very, a very important thing. Whenever people tell me I'm praying for them, you know, I like that. I like that even better than baked goods, right? Because mm. I know I can overdo it uh, on the rolls and the cookies and all that stuff, but uh, I'm never going to overdo it on grace, you know? Right, and, and I think, you know, priests are out there praying and, and offering, you know, the sacraments, and and um, but but they need, I mean, it's the whole body of Christ, so they need our support uh, because that is a heavy load. It's kind of like a parent sometimes where there's a lot that falls on our shoulders, but sometimes we need a little bit of respite or, or you know. Uh, so I guess that's just how the body of Christ works, but um, just an encouragement uh, to anyone out there. I know there's like some different movements of, of people that are getting together to pray for priests, and it's it's such a beautiful gesture. I like that you you like that even more than baked goods, but I bet you'll take... Some baked goods every once in a while, too, right? <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't usually say no. So. <laughs> yeah, they're, the Seven Sisters Apostolate is a, a beautiful organization to help pray for your priests uh, of your parish, uh, your diocese. 
Um, that's that's really an important group, but it is also something that we should just be doing on our own. Um, you know, even before Mass, you know, if you could just, you know, thank thank God for for the opportunity to be at Mass and thank God for the person who's going to be celebrating the Mass uh, or after Mass or during or, you know, whenever. Um, but that conversation, that appreciation uh, for the vocation of the priesthood is so, so important. And then also to be praying for vocations, you know, for new seminarians. And that's what's so cool about the Collar Classic. It brings the community together and they get to know the seminarians who have made that choice. And uh, not all seminarians get through the seminary. Uh, some discern out and and that could be prayerfully because it wasn't for them or, you know, maybe they needed some more support in that journey and we can give them that, um, you know, and only God knows, you know, the reasons, um, but, but not to be um, void of that prayer for our seminarians either. Yes, yes, absolutely. So can you tell us, Father, um, what does this look like in the day-to-day act- interactions that we have with our priests? Like, is there anything specifically besides prayer that could be helpful to you? Um, you know, one thing I generally really love uh, when it happens is is when people are, are speaking, you know, honestly what they're thinking, right? Um, and I think sometimes, um, and I know uh, it's certainly something I might have done, is, is you might want to, you know, say the things that you think the priest wants to hear, right? Um, and so I'm thinking of especially um, a particular parishioner of mine who is uh, not afraid to ask for things that she thinks is good. Um, and so that's uh, sometimes made an impact on what I've uh, been preaching on um, or, or things that I've uh, taken up, and uh, it's actually been very fruitful. Um, and so I think that that level of honesty um, and, um, you know, put forward respectfully uh, can actually be uh, something that's that's really a beautiful thing because, you know, I can't be everywhere and I can't see everything. And so if we're going to be uh, a part of this body of Christ together, it's uh, it's something important that, that I know uh, what you're thinking, um, even if you think I might not want to hear it. So <laughs> that, um, That's a very, very valid point because you talk about the body of Christ and, and you can just even maybe... Uh, you know, from an anatomy perspective, look at your hand, you know, and all the different uh, veins and bones that that go to keep that hand working, you know, and it's like uh, the pinky requires something different than the index finger, different than the thumb, but to make your hand really work well, you need to have all those different components, right? And you need to have those different components in the life of the parish, um, ultimately, the priest makes that final decision. Ultimately, that is um, his responsibility, you know, to the parishioners and to the bishop. Um, but how beautiful that is that, you know, you just are asking for honesty, and, and, um, and we can do that respectfully. Um, and then the priest receiving it in, in a charitable way, you know, even if it's something that he might not, you know, agree with. You know what I'm saying? So there's that honesty, mm-hmm. that respect, but then also that that charity and understanding that comes with it. So that working hand, that body of Christ, um, there's too much division in our, our parishes at some time, and, and it doesn't have to be that way. So I, I love 
that that honesty that you speak of. You know, one of the things I thought of as you're mentioning, both of you talking about that, the being real with each other. I, my spiritual director is a priest, and there's been an occasion I thought, you know, I wonder if, because I get so much from him, and and I wonder if sometimes he gets something from me, too, as I'm sharing about family life in a very intimate way, in a very real way on the soul level. And so as I'm thinking about that, I, I'm, I'm realizing, again, the reciprocal nature of our, the priest to the people. And and so, again, we're coming back to gathering together at this event. Um, I don't think there's any cost or anything. Is there, Janine? I don't oh, think no, there is. Actually, no, no there isn't um, any cost uh, to the event. I know that the Color Classic, um, they'll have, um, in the past, we've had concessions which has been really cool. I know when my family and I would run the concessions at it, uh, the proceeds went to the March for Life trip. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what Shanley does now, but uh, I would just highly encourage you know people to join. Uh, the Color Classic is December 27th, so it's just a really uh, great uh, time. You know, you're still on Christmas vacation as a, a par- as a school family, and it's just a great time to go and celebrate with one another. Uh, Christ is born. Christ is in our midst, and uh, we get to see um, our seminarians and priests play that out on the court with uh, their sense of humor and uh, humanity um, that is so special. Absolutely. Any, any other thoughts you want to leave us with, Father, at this time, right before Advent? Anything that you'd like to share with our, our listeners? Yeah, yeah. Just remember that Jesus Christ is coming again, so keep that in mind. <laughs> Very to the point. <laughs> Oh, well, we thank you so much, uh, Father Eric, for being with us. And, and I'm just glad I got through without calling you Deacon Ben. So, I mean, <laughs> it's amazing how much your dad and you sound alike. And uh, thank you, and, and thank you uh, to the Sites family and, and your gift to um, vocations. We really, really appreciate that. And I did want to mention, too, for anyone out there who's too far to come to this event or uh, just can't, maybe is ill or whatever, we will be airing that on Real Presence radio so yeah it's a fun fun thing to listen to and it will be podcast so eric or father eric (laughs) i do that to your deacon ben father (laughs) um you're gonna have to listen to the podcast there we go all right yeah i suppose (laughs) thanks for being with us father you have a blessed advent you too thank you time for a break On the other side, a producer and actor in Dakota Area Films will be here to chat with us about his newest release. So stay with us right here on Real Presence Live. Real Presence Live.